This is the Amateur Fanboy Podcast with your hosts, Chase Aguirre and Mike Ertaza. What's up? This is our fantasy podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, Chase, What's up, what man? are we doing? We're doing uh, tight end tiers. Okay, let's do it. All right. You want to just get into it? Let's just get into it. Um, obviously, there's really not a whole hell of a lot when it comes to the tight end market. Um, That's for fantasy, the best guys that you would take probably in the first three rounds probably literally consist of two, maybe three guys. And Kelsey, Kittle, no, there's one Andrews. guy I would take only in the third three rounds. You, you I would, would only take Kelsey. That's you it. You wouldn't take Kittle? No, I wouldn't take Kittle or Ertz. I don't. I don't value them as much as Kelsey. Mm. I think they're probably going in the fifth round. Okay. Um, but they're in my same tier. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, Just, for me, in the first four rounds or these are the three guys I would consider taking is Kelsey, Kittle, and Ertz. Obviously, I'll sure. take him whenever else, but those are like the, that's like if I'm gonna take a guy that high, those are the three guys I'm taking. Yeah, I mean my tier one's the same. So and tier two um, guys, I'm probably taking after the sixth, seventh round are guys like Evan Ingram, Eric Ebron, Hunter Henry, and I even put Jared Cook in there just because I I still think Jared Cook will. What do you have? OJ Howard have a solid season. I I have him in my tier three. Okay. Um, My tier two is Evan Ingram, O.J. Howard, Eric Ebron, and Hunter Henry. I think, look, I'm probably not going to touch any of these guys unless they fall. I think they're just, the cost of of getting them is just too high for me. If I'm not getting a top tight end, I'm going to wait and get like a tier three tight end at this point. Of course. And then, unless I have to have a tight end in some leagues, I may not even draft a tight end if it's not one of those first four or five guys, to be honest. Well, look, at the end of the day, I, I like to target value and the tight end position always always gets overvalued you're gonna have look by the time it's the seventh eighth round my two tiers will probably be completely gone and uh, that's when i start looking at that tight end position that is basically the eighth round right um and it typically is just tier three guys who who have potential to boom or kind of you know i don't think they'll bust but they'll they'll boom but but they could also just have a decent season. Yeah. So, um, and, there, and there's a lot of receivers you can get about. Talking about here. these guys, where would you take Zach Ertz? Realistically, I'd probably take him anywhere from, you know, depending on how my how the receiving core looks like, I could take him anywhere from the late third, early fourth to the fifth, maybe sixth round. I would take only Travis Kelsey in the first three rounds, which I would only get him in the third if he fell there. Um, George Kittle and Zach Ertz, if they're there in the fifth or sixth, and you know I would take him, but knowing people, he'll probably they'll probably go in the fourth. Sometimes I the third. I, I will. I, I can't not wait for my fantasy draft with my dad's league to happen, so I can show you how these motherfuckers draft and how bad they draft and how how much they reach. Because I would love I, it. I can, I can guarantee freaking you, and I'm gonna put that out right now, and we can revisit this podcast when my draft happens. I guarantee you, George Kittle, Zach Ertz, and Travis Kelsey will all be gone before the fifth round. Yeah, I would think that's normal, though, if all three of them are gone by the fifth round. You t- I thought you were going to tell me in like a th- the third round. Yeah, I mean... In the fifth round, though? I was... Yeah. Three tight ends in the first five rounds with all the receivers? I, don't, I think those are... That's crazy. I think even in a three... T- a, you know, a, a eight-team league, I could see them all gone by then. They're I just, mean, in a, yeah, in eight Those three are ones. ahead and away... Just ahead of everybody. Yeah. yeah so, that's true. 
I don't have any issue with that. If they're there in the fifth, I'm taking one of them. I it, said before the fifth. That means they're going in the okay. The fourth. In the if fourth, I'm at the back rounds. of the fourth, I might consider it. Okay. Um, tier two though, you know Evan Ingram. I want to put him in the tier one. He just doesn't have the production last year. I just think this year he is going to have that production. Odell's gone. Uh, Golden Tate suspended. Sharp has an injury. He probably end up playing week one. I just think Evan Ingram's going to end up being the number one target outside of Saquon. Yeah. And look, if he's there, sixth, seventh round, I may take a gamble on him. I think he goes in the fifth, but I I would love to be able to get Evan Ingram if he falls. Mm-hmm. I just think he's he is a hidden gem who could end up as the number one tight end this coming season. Well, yeah, he's going to be targeted like a mother effer. Yeah. Um, O.J. Howard, I'm a little more skeptical. Skeptic, skept, I can't even say that word. Skeptical. Skept, yes, f- for him this season. Um, I still am high on him. I just want to see how you know this offense goes. If they're going to start targeting, you know, Bruce Arians actually targets the tight end. That He just doesn't do that. So mm-hmm. I'm a little more concerned on that end. But if he's there fairly late, of course, I would take him. Eric Ebron, look, I'm a little... Again, he's he's a little bit more of a. I'm very fearful for him because he just doesn't get the amount of snaps or receptions I like. Basically, his whole fantasy production last year was just off of touchdowns. Right. And look, if if the other tight end there, I can't even think of his name right now. Who? Who's the other tight end with the Colts? Um, Jared Doyle or if Jack he, Doyle. Jack, Jack Doyle. Doyle. Sorry. If Jack Doyle is healthy, it's gonna cut a. T- of playing time for Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron got a lot of his production when when Doyle was injured. The only time Eric Ebron got any production was only in the red zone. Right. So that's like very as much boom bust as you could possibly get. Yeah. I'm avoiding Eric Ebron at all costs. Hmm. I mean, unless he falls further than you know, if players like David Njuku are going ahead of him, then. You know, if he's he's going fairly late, but he's not going to just because of his production last year, people aren't actually looking at what his production came from. It's basically an injury that caused him to get more playing time, and also, you know, just touchdowns. So, um, Hunter Henry, look, this guy was was supposed to come out as a tier one or tight end last season. He was gonna, you know, blow up, and I expect him to actually have a huge season. Especially if Melvin Gordon's not there. Or for whatever reason, Melvin Gordon holds out. I think Keenan Allen Allen and Hunter Henry's value goes up a ton. Yeah. So I think he's actually somebody that I am looking to target, you know, in the sixth round. Um, But that's not where I get my players. I get typically a tier three tight end. Um, Last year, I thought I bought big on Trey Burton. He burned me. Um, this year, I'm buying big on Vance McDonald and David Njuku. I think Vance McDonald... Oh, and Jared Cook's in my Tier 3, but I'm not buying him as much as the other two. Uh, look, Antonio Brown's reception targets are going to go to somebody. I'm expecting Vance McDonald to get a lot of that rece- you know, those targets going to him. So, I'm excited. He's somebody I've been getting a lot of mock drafts. Him and David Njuku. I just think David Njuku has a chance to get a lot of touchdowns. A lot of yards and a very talented offense. Yeah. So those are two players that I'm probably gonna end up in a lot of leagues. Yeah. With those guys, um, who's your in your tier three? And also, look, Jared Cook, 
he's a he scares me a little bit because he's just so boom bust. You know, he was with the Packers, bust. He was with the Raiders, he was boom. This year, I don't know what to think of him, so that's why I'm putting him in the tier three. Just, I think it, I want to take him somewhere where I feel comfortable, and I feel comfortable at that point. For me, and my tier three is the same as you, uh, Najoku and McDonald. I have Jared Cook in my tier two. But for what, for me, I, I need at least two to three running backs, depending on whether quarterback available or not a quarterback. So that's four picks. Then you go at least two or three receivers. So then once I get to the eighth, ninth round, that's when I start considering tight ends. And whoever's there is who I'm willing to take um, if they're worth it. And it, it all depends. And I've had one year where four tight ends went in the first five rounds. And I was basically, you know, do I want the fifth tight end? Which I don't, I can't remember who it was at the time last year ranked or, you know, ADP wise. Or... Um, at that point, I think it was like maybe the 40th or 35th or something receiver. And I just, you know, those are the decisions you got to make when it comes to fantasy. Well, at some point, you know, if you don't take a tight end, there's going to be absolutely trash. But and by dad's sake, we don't need a tight end. Yeah, so but most saying. leagues, they require you to have a tight end. 99% of the leagues. Um, but, you know, going into my, my tier four, um, these are guys that I think, you know, you wouldn't be necessarily these are three guys if you if you for whatever reason tight ends go early or you just don't take them you're probably gonna be fine with delaney walker trey burton tj hawkinson look i'm these this is not an ideal list you do not want to get stuck with these guys but if you had to it is what it is these are probably guys you'll end up picking up in waivers who probably end up getting cut from other teams or something that you know during the season and then my tier five. Who cares? You don't want those guys on your team. I didn't even make a tier five. Tier five are players. You know, I'm sorry to say it. If you stuck with Kyle Rudolph, Jimmy Graham, ugh, I can see why you get Jordan Reed. Just if I he's put, healthy, I, I put Jordan Reed in my tier four with Delaney Walker if, and Hooper. I, look, he's not gonna. To me, he's probably gonna go undrafted. I just, he's just so, you know, he can't stay he- healthy. I'm expecting him to be injured. Vernon Davis is a big part of that you know team as well um greg olsen is a question mark if you had to take a gamble and i don't have him ranked but if you had to take a gamble and you're really late i can see you doing that but also i would also take a gamble on his backup i uh, ian thomas so you know if you at worst had to get stuck with those guys you know you're probably not going to get much production at, at that position so that I would suggest to really go target a tier three tight end where there's value at getting that position where you're not, you know, sacrificing another where, you know, it is a luxury to have Kelsey Kittle or, or Ertz, but it's also you're, you're buying them at an extremely high price. Right. Or I, I just don't see why to, why you would. So any last thoughts on that? Um, last thoughts on it is, um, honestly, I, I have Delaney Walker, I have Hooper, and even Jordan Reed, um, also possibly Trey Burton um, in my Tier 4. Um, I'm still on Olsen. I, I think in, he's not in the same tier as Witten as far as old, you know, like old tight ends. <laughs> I still think when he's healthy, he's Cam Newton, one of Cam Newton's favorite targets. Mm-hmm. So I still am going to have faith in him as long as he's healthy. But would I take a... I'd pick on him or take him as one of my first few tight ends anymore. Probably not. 
But if he's there in like the ninth, tenth round, and you know I have a solid core receivers, I would take a chance on him. The only thing is, look at nine games last year. He only produced fifty three points. That's about six points a you know a game. That's that's as that standard though, right? No, that's PPR. It's full point that's, PPR. This is half point, which is most leagues are in half point okay. at this point. So that, yeah, okay. Uh, that's that's scary for me. I would rather take a person that has high value, like high potential. Look, Dallas Goddard might have a better season than that this coming season. So uh, I don't know about that one. It's it's tough for me. He, look, he he could have a good season and just don't see it. Jimmy Graham, sixteen games last year, he averaged four point seven points a game last season. That. That's as bad as you could possibly get. You're better off, you know, running with OJ. You know, last year OJ Howard went later than that. You know, Chris Herndon from the Jets, who who suspended the first four games, he had a better production than than Jimmy Graham. It's just tough to see that. Even Jordan Reed, who who's always injured, had better production. So, um, who's somebody that you're targeting? Uh, basically, those first four tight ends, I would say. Really? Yeah. The first four? Yeah. Which are? Uh, Ingram, Ertz, Kittle, and Kelsey. So maybe, you want to get maybe, a top tight end? Maybe Howard. But those are basically the What round guy. is that well, that you're Anywhere from in. probably the fourth to sixth round. Fourth to sixth round? So yeah. you probably ended up with your last tight end at that point. Yeah, probably. I'm, I am I like to get value and try to... You know, I'm a boom bust type of drafter, so I'm. I think David Njoku and Vance McDonald are my guys. Last year, I was targeting George Kittle, in, in almost all my leagues, um, and I got him in a few. And he was maybe because I had insight on him. I knew he was going to be a big. You know, he had big opportunity to be the number one receiving receiver in my offense. And look, he boomed. He he was a big boom. He was the second, you know, points wise and tight end last season. And look, now he's he's overvalued. I think he's it's a little more scary for me to take Kittle so high and Ertz. Ertz had 150 targets last season. He's not going to get that this season. There's too many weapons in that offense for him to get that. And that's the same question with Kittle. Kittle was, you know, Pettis was injured. Goodwin was injured. The, Garcon wasn't very good last season. He was also injured. There was nobody else but Kittle to get that production. I can see... All you know, I can see all these guys' production to just drop a tad bit or a little bit more. So, I think second or third tier is where you kind of want to be targeting, just because the cost of getting them is a lot cheaper. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um. Anyways, is there anything else you want to say? No, I think we're good on that one. This will be one of our shorter podcasts. It's not much to talk about. Yeah, the tight ends. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk about defenses if you want. We'll yeah, just put them together. Yeah, might as well. Uh, you look, end of the day, don't draft a defense so early. Get it the last pick. Right now, the number one defense uh, going into, you know, fantasy is the Chicago Bears. And they're going in the eighth round. I'm not touching a defense that, that early. Oh. Don't draft a defense the last round. Why? Because you can... I'm looking at who who has a good position to play a, a bad team week one, and that's about it. If I can go out and get a defense every single week who has good, you know, matchups, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. No, so look, year to year, there's such drop off at the you know that defensive position that I think the Jaguars were the number one defense last season. 
draft being drafted. Let me double check. I think it says right here who, who was uh, at the defense position. Yeah, it was the Jaguars, and they were going in the eighth round last year, and they were one of the worst. I wouldn't say worse, but they were bad value. If you're spending that, um, I'm pulling it up right now. The Jaguars ended up being the 14th best defense. That's not even startable. Yeah. That's not startable in 10 and 10, 10 to 12 leagues. Yeah. So you're drafting a defense at in the eighth round that you're going to end up cutting. Yeah. Don't draft a defense the last pick. Um, let's see. The Bears last year... Where were they getting drafted? The Bears were going 11th, 14th round, in the 14th round, which I can understand the 14th because that's at least the end of the draft. And if you even want to put it there, the Cowboys aren't even on that list, and they're only three spots below that. So that just, Where were they last year? They're 17th. Yeah, but that's not any better. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's better, but that's uh, what I'm saying. Only a few Ram- points difference. It's just yeah. really not worth it. The Rams were drafted in the 9th. And they ended up second. Uh, let's see. A top. I'm just looking at value. Minnesota and Philadelphia. Where are they at? Yeah, they're year? still getting high. Um, I like the Baltimore Ravens. They were the fifth defense, and they're going a lot later than that. Look, end of the day, just get a. You're looking week to week. You don't have to get a defense. Don't stick to one defense a whole season. Um, this season, though, who is a defense that. That, what would be your ranking on, on these defenses going into this year? Uh, put it up for this. Yeah, give me a second. Oh, yeah. Because you're off. Lane. There we go. Um, um, to be honest, uh, the Bears would be my number one. Yeah. Um, them, probably any order you want to put them, the Rams, the Chargers, and the Ravens. I'm not high on Jacksonville. I'm probably going to stay away from them. Or not stay away from, but if I can get them at the, one of my last picks, okay, I'll take sure, them. Sure, but, but they're, they're going them. in yeah. the 10th round. If I'm, if I'm taking a defense early, it would be one of those four. Somebody took the Bears at one in the first round. But I think New England's defense, if where they're getting drafted right now, they could end up being a very good value defense-wise. Even the Colts. Or the Colts, The Colts too. are one of the last picks. The Damn. Colts, they are getting Patriots, no after last year. They Pittsburgh well. is doing a lot better. I still wouldn't target them. Philadelphia, Dallas, 4th, 5th. Fourth or fifteenth round. That's exactly where you want to get your defense. Um, there are some teams I think are going a lot. Jacksonville might be going a little higher than they should. Um, Denver's is you know there's there's a lot of good defense. There's even underrated defenses like the the Niners are not even being drafted at this point. I'm not saying they should be over any of these teams, but those are player teams that you can pick up in the waiver wires that maybe have a good matchup versus a bad team. Right. That can you know have a low scoring game or or you know i don't know if i was gonna if i had to be stuck with the worst team that worst team being drafted which is the colts and they're playing they you know if they're playing i don't know the jaguars week one or something like that so uh looking at matchups for week one there's some good uh good matchups the cow oh sorry the cowboys are playing the giants um, you could pick up the Cowboys, probably more than likely. No receiving core. They just have Saquon and Evan Ingram. They'll probably end up sh- so, shutting I'll, them down. I'll actually take that a step further. The first three weeks, they have favorable matchups against the Redskins and the Dolphins in week two. Yeah, and three. Those, so that you, might be a good first three weeks yeah. as, a, as a team to target. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Um, the Seahawks are playing the Bengals. If you're just looking at a one week you know, team. The Bengals and look, look at this. If your league allows you to not even draft a defense, 
do it. The 49ers are playing the Bucks week one, and then week two, they're playing the Bengals. Right. You could potentially get a good, decent defense for two weeks and then look at a different matchup. So if I was going to pick a good, you know, the Cowboys and probably the Seahawks are probably two teams that I'm, I'm looking to get in the last round. Yep, 100%. Um, other than that, there really isn't that great of a matchup. I mean, you could do Browns versus, Browns versus the Titans, get the Browns defense. Um, other than that, there's some good, you know, the Eagles defense because they're playing the Redskins. And then the Eagles are playing, let's see, the Eagles are playing ooh, one week. One week, <laughs> The thing yeah. is, getting like drafting the Bears for a whole season, drafting the eighth round, that's got to be your, you know, your starting defense the whole season. But if there's a bad, a bad matchup, they're playing the Packers. They have to play the Vikings. Yeah, those are good def. Those are good offenses. Yeah, they're gonna probably score points. Yeah, so don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Because if you are, I'm gonna make fun of you, and especially if you're in my league, and they're gonna be like, "Huh, well, I got the number one defense." And I'll, I'll be like, "We'll see if that ends up be- being true at the end of the season." You got the number one in 2018. Yeah. So I mean, they still have a very talented defense. They have a different, dif- you know, defensive coordinator. Things can happen. Injuries. Khalil Mack can go down. That defense can completely change. So yeah. Um. With that, I don't know if there's anything else to say. Is there anything else to say? I think that's it. With that, we'll end it. Where can they catch us at? Amateur fan, uh, amateur at amateur fan pod on Twitter, uh, YouTube, um, Facebook, uh, all Spotify, Anchor, all Apple Podcasts, all all those networks. So you can catch us pretty much anywhere. Do it. Yep. And last question. What's up? Uh, If you had a Pick a team to go 0-16 and 16 this season. Who would you go? The Miami Dolphins. I'll go the Bengals. All right. But both could go. Hopefully they both go. That'd be That'd fun. Be I mean, nice. they probably play each other it's yeah. this season. But bye. bye.